0: You're listening to *Feedim Catholica*, the Sunday homilies of Father John Gazzaldo, pastor at Saint Luke Catholic Church, Temple, Texas. Today's homily is from Sunday, September 10th, 2023, the 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time, titled "Repetition and Confrontation: Acts of Love." My fourth grade teacher I have to say was my best her name was Sister Harriet Sister Harriet taught us well first of all we we loved her she taught us to love God She she taught us to square dance she taught us to fear God but she also taught us to fear her Now, she would say many things as she would begin her lessons, but sometimes she would begin with a rhetorical question that I don't think she wanted an answer to. She would start off with, how many times do I have to tell you dot, dot, dot? Whatever was coming after that, whether it was do your homework, keep your hands yourself, stop pushing, she wasn't looking for an answer. We, No one ever dared to say, 18. No one ever did that. (laughs) But whenever she started off her lessons with, how many times do I have to tell you, we knew somebody or all of us were being confronted. We're about to be confronted. It was going to be a a coming to Jesus moment. Now this, this term, how many times do I have to tell you, dot, 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 is something most of your parents have probably said. Your parents have said to you something teachers often say when they're about to confront us. Coaches say this. Our employers. But we also know that prophets say this sort of thing. Well, they don't say it exactly, but they do say things over and over and over again. And so does God. God keeps repeating himself. I would say he keeps saying I love you over and over again. Now, parents also know that, I heard a comedian say this once, that telling a kid to do one thing one time, that doesn't work. You can't just say no or stop. You have to send them a barrage of commands. No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. I uh, had this experience kind of myself. I have a nephew named Sam. I realize he and his family might be watching (laughs) but I remember when he was two or three right when he's starting to talk and I asked him what's your name what's your name say your name and he said my name is no Sam because that's what people told that's what he was always getting into things no Sam no Sam no 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 Sam today in all four of the readings if you go back and look at them and use your little pencil and circle it, it says the, the word you many times, dozens of times, over and over again. I say to you, thus I say to you, you shall not, you shall. You shall warn him, you shall not. I'm telling you. And actually, he says it, the scriptures say it today, 29 times, 29 times in all four readings, it says the word You. In the whole, I know that because I count it. It, In the whole Bible, it says you 15,000 times. I know that because I Googled it. (laughs) The readings today, all four of them, I would say, are a confrontation, a challenge, a calling, a cajoling, hopefully too inspiring, but maybe with a, a tinge of fear. God talking to Ezekiel Billy, go ahead and throw that first slide up from Ezekiel. I want to say it has the word "you" in there, like uh, at least four times. Uh, the first slide from Ezekiel, first reading. You, there it is. Whoa, son of man, I have appointed watchmen for the house of Israel. When you hear me say something, you shall warn them for me. That's a command. Then it's. Tinged with a little bit of fear. Next slide. If I tell the wicked, oh wicked one, you shall surely die. If you do not speak out to dissuade the wicked from this way, the wicked shall die for his guilt. But here it comes, but I will hold you responsible. That's talking to the prophets, that's talking to me. And also, by way of continuation, I think it's talking to all of you. You could take that down. You get my drift. You said it four times in the psalm. If you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Four times. It is a command. It is a talking to, the psalmist talking to us and talking to himself. St. Paul repeating the Ten Commandments. You shall not kill, you shall not steal. You. And it's all out of what? It's an act of love. It's an act of love that you tell your 16-year-old stay on the right side don't cross the medium that's an act of love because you want them to make it and then we have this really cool gospel by Jesus talking to teaching by Jesus that only comes up once every three years actually all these readings come up once every three years that's it we hear love, love one another, love one another we hear that every week but every once in a while we hear also the thou shalt nots. And you shall do it this way. If your brother has a problem with you, go tell your friends and post it on internet. No. He says, you go face him yourself. And most of the time you can reconcile right there and you have won your brother over. You go to them first. Before you write the bishop a letter or me a letter. Or you go talk to their boss, you go to them first. But then he says, you take three others with you if that doesn't work. And if that doesn't work, you take them to the church. That's the process. That's an act of love. It's not easy. It's not easy. But it comes from a place of love, but it also asks for maybe sometime a little bit of confrontation. Nobody likes confrontation. But you confront your kids because you love them. Sister Harriet loved us. Because she willed what was best for us. Now, having said that, I'm gonna do something I don't usually do. I'm gonna read something to you. Bishop Vasquez gave us this little prayer book of reflections from, a, from lay people um, for the various readings. And this is from the this is from the St. Paul Institute. And this is a layman talking to his people, his own family, to us as priests and to the whole church. I'm going to go ahead and read it to you. This weekend posed a good opportunity for us lay faithful, that's all of you, to pray for courage on the part of the hierarchy. That's us. We need leadership, ouch. We need leadership that is not afraid to speak out about the favorite sins of our age, which all seem to be offenses against matrimony masturbation, pornography, cohabitation, divorce, homosexual practice, contraception, abortion. These offenses are widely practiced and tolerated among Catholics worldwide and frequently not even recognized as sins. They need to be addressed clearly and publicly. It ought not to be possible to be raised as a Catholic and never hear a clear and pointed explanation of why these activities are wrong and why they lead to spiritual even physical death. In the United States, it doesn't usually take courage to warn against lying, stealing, killing, offenses against the environment, racism, and economic justice. No one is openly for these things. If you condemn them, the media and culture will generally congratulate you and pat you on the back. But at every age and culture, has its pet sins against which it will not tolerate criticism. It is safe to condemn the mafia in Nebraska, but it takes courage to do so in Sicily. Likewise, it's safe to condemn racism in America, but it wasn't in Old South or in Nazi Germany. And it is not safe to condemn things like abortion or a host of offenses against marriage in the contemporary church in the West. Even Pope Francis, he takes this risk to do so, as we have seen. My brother, now he's talking about his brother, had his tires slashed for putting a pro-life, pro-marriage bumper sticker on his minivan in Connecticut. And there, and they were slashed in such a way as to fail the tire suddenly while it was in use, while he was driving on the highway with his six kids. Providentially, he discovered the sabotage before a tragedy occurred. Welcome to modern America. where a bumper sticker saying, one man, one woman for life, will get you and your family killed in an accident. And so it bears repeating that the first reading does not simply apply to the hierarchy. All of us were baptized into Christ's threefold office of priest, prophet, and king, but also especially prophet. Late Catholics do not have a a prophetic role in our society. We don't get off the hook. We need to warn family members, co-workers, and friends about behaviors that are leading to their ultimate death. Obviously, it takes a great deal of love, tact, and prudence. But if we remain silent, we are tacitly approving evil. The responsorial psalm puts it, the shoe on the other foot. Here, we don't hear a call to rebuke the sinner, but to accept, this re- accept the rebuke when we are the sinner. When it says, if you hear his voice, you, me, harden not Your hearts our faith is not a series of no's it seems like that if you just read the Ten Commandments because seven of the ten are no's but I would say it's a series of yeses in the Sermon on the Mount Jesus gives at least ten things he asks of us not things not to do but to say yes We hear at least four times a year, love one another as I have loved you, and we need to keep hearing that. But I think maybe we need to hear also what the Lord asks of us when it comes to sometimes confronting evil, confronting sin, confronting falsehood. But he continues to say the moment you walk in here as a constant reminder in this crucifix, I love you. Hear it again, hear it again, hear it again. Because love wants what's best. Love wills the good of the other. Again, we hear, love others as I have loved you. And sometimes loving means hearing from Sister Harriet, how many times have I told you dot, 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 because she loved us. But also Jesus confronts us with love. Every time we come forward to the Eucharist, Hear him saying, this is my body, and I love you. This is my blood. On a crucifix, the church, the scriptures, we're constantly barraged with the love of God. But he also said, not only do I love you over and over again, he says, I love you the most. As the bridegroom, I give my whole body, and I die for you. Question once again, how many times does he have to tell us? You've been listening to Fidaeum Catholica, the Sunday homilies of Father John Gazzaldo, pastor at St. Luke Catholic Church, Temple, Texas. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you can be made aware when new episodes drop.